0: Hey guys, welcome back. We are finally back after our log absence. We have a brand new season on Cities coming out in a few weeks, but just to wet your appetite, it's a bit weird to say, <laughs> but we have a collaboration with our dear friends at A Little History Podcast and Jammy History. We are reviewing a brand new film, Gods of Egypt, which is just as terrible, maybe worse, maybe better than, than our last uh, movie review, but we hope that you guys enjoy it. Yeah, and just a quick reminder to... Uh, Check out the Instagrams
1: of our wonderful co-hosts, Patrick Little at A Little History Podcast and Jamie Cello at Jammy History. And obviously, please obviously subscribe to our own one at Cloak & Dagger Podcast if you haven't already. And yeah, go check out those guys. They're both amazing podcast creators. And enjoy this awful, awful film. Awful film.
0: But enjoy!
2: Welcome back, everybody, to another movie review collaboration uh, conducted by uh, a little history cloak and dagger podcast as well as Jammy History. Uh, let's call it something like. Um uh, shit, I don't know, like uh, a Little Cloak and Jam review or something like that. We're going to come up with a name for this, boys. <laughs> a Little Ooh. Cloak and Jam. Oh, I love that. A Little Cloak and Jam. we in a
3: trademark now we'll be paying in royalties <laughs> by the end of
2: this. 100%, 100%. Uh, it's a great pleasure to be here once again, sharing the space with these esteemed gentlemen and talking about the uh, the epic 2016 flop. Uh, gods of egypt as we are recording in early December uh, for me it's the fourth and uh for for my comrades it's the third it seems almost right to have uh to take a look at this flick through the silly season because this truly is the gift that keeps on giving
1: <laughs> yeah I mean this film uh calling it a flop I, I, was it ever meant to seriously be uh, a success I can't imagine it <laughs> How, how they pitched it to be a success? Oh, I, don't know.
2: I think the the amount of money they threw at it. I, th- I reckon they assumed yeah, that it would be that that just the cast alone. Just think, the cast they, would have been
0: really expensive. Really expensive. No, definitely.
2: Uh, I read somewhere that um, they did the filming for this movie in Australia, and I think as a way to kind of either make the film cheaper or uh, and and also probably. Um, adhere to the structure, uh, the contract uh, contracts um, for filming and all that. They needed to have uh, x amount of Australian actors oh, in that. Really? So oh. <clears throat> that's why you have like, um, yeah, Brian Brown in there. I was like, what? Are you, <laughs> how are you, Osiris, <laughs> mate? It was, it was very odd, very odd. And Jeffrey Rush just being
0: really weird. Yeah, Jeffrey yeah, Rush. That was rough.
1: so random. I did not see that coming. Oh
3: god, yeah.
0: It's quite an intense uh, performance, uh, of, you know. Comparing to all of his other performances, it's a it's a strange one. All right, well we we
2: better uh, we better officially start <laughs> yeah. this story, guys. Um, Until we get to
0: complain about this film.
2: And so, what better way to start this than having a little, uh, uh, I guess, a little recap, little intro to the thing, uh, and then we can we can talk about or continue talking about what was strange and uh, not so great, and then we'll uh,
0: probably try to. <laughs> Pick some good bits out of this uh, out of this film as well. We might run out of things to compliment this <laughs> year. I mean I've got a really long list of complaints, so we can just stick with those and then I think we'll we'll better f- find some some gleaming lights, surely, that come
2: out of it. So our story begins with our narrator talking about the forming of Egypt and the gods, which rule over humankind, but also walk among them. A stunning sweeping shot of the Nile settles upon a brilliant city built at the water's edge. The camera zooms down onto a busy street and we are introduced to Aladdin. That's pretty much who he is. He's got a real name. His name is Beck, played by Brenton Thwaites. But he's pretty much Aladdin in all but name, except he's not funny at all. He's my favourite. Such a a good take. He really is just Aladdin. (laughs) Yeah. It is at this point that the narrator voice tells us that he is Beck. And we're all like, okay, so this guy survives whatever happens in this film and lives to tell the tale. Great. Good thing he's not an insufferable douche with no depth or character development the whole movie. <laughs> oh, wait. That's exactly what he is. Hooray. <laughs> anyway, uh, Beck, who we are informed later, is a highly skilled and experienced thief, goes on to obviously steal in broad daylight in a crowded marketplace, a dress for his love interest Zaya, played by Courtney Eaton,
3: with the with the owner of the the owner of the dress also looking directly I, at uh, him. I know he, he almost it.
0: pauses it. and waits to make eye contact with the owner, and then goes, <laughs> "Yes, it's stealing."
3: Step step one, you assert dominance <laughs> over the person you're, you're robbing.
2: Uh. Uh, And uh, Zaya wholeheartedly believes that the gods are all-powerful and watch over them, though she is 100% fine with receiving stolen goods from her man. And the two talk about Beck's lack of faith in the gods, and, more importantly, that they will be going to a coronation the following day. Uh, This will be a very important day for uh, Osiris, randomly played by Brian Brown, the king of the gods and all of Egypt, and generally a pretty great guy. He is to give up his crown and bestow it upon his son, Horus, played by Nikolai Costa Waldu, And everyone's humming for it. By the way, if you were expecting the Osiris story of, oh, I was at a party hosted by my dodgy brother's set and got locked in a box exactly measured to my specifications, then got chopped into pieces by that brother, only to be reformed by my sister and my sister wife, uh, brought back to the point of being alive enough for my sister wife to conceive a child with me and then let me die and become Lord of the Underworld... You may be a little disappointed. God, that would've been so Anyways, that? <laughs> that would have been a better film. We should have done know. that. that have been so Where's funny. the box? Where's the box? <laughs> Uh, Anyways, uh, we pass to Horus, who wakes up in a bit of a stupor, having partying it up all night, uh, or the night before, after returning from a victorious hunt. He grabs a bath and is visited by Hathor, played by Elodie Jung, the goddess of love, and the two of them have a little make-out party in the bath. Horus nearly asks Hathor to marry him, but they are interrupted due to the ceremony starting soon. Uh, We pass to the ceremony and all the people and gods turn up making offerings for the occasion and everyone seems merry. Beck and Zaya are also there and Zaya shows again her willingness to accept Beck's open thievery, even taking stolen items from Beck and making no attempts to return them. What is up with this girl? Uh, Anyway, (laughs) upon the dais, Osiris talks about how everything's groovy and everyone is equal and all are welcome in the afterlife and shit. Uh, He's about to crown Horus a king until the party is busted up by Set, played by Gerard Butler, who challenges Osiris to fight him. And he's like, Oi, brother, Osiris, Uh, you've reigned over the lands of Egypt for ages and everything is groovy and everyone seems to be happy and content. Uh, You're clearly not very good at this king stuff, mate. Uh, It's my turn. And uh, don't you go trying to hug me because if you do, I'll give you the old stabby stab. And uh, Osiris, being a pretty peaceful guy, is, uh, and being deaf to Set's warnings, uh, attempts to give his brother a big cuddle, uh, to which Set gives him the pointy business, killing him in view of uh, in full view of the assembly. Horus is then challenged and defeated by some shiny shields, and Set takes his eyes, to which uh, they're, they're pretty important to him, and Set is about to kill Horus when the goddess Hathor begs Set to spare his life. Set is now ruling the roost and everything seems pretty glum in the land of Egypt for our crew. Oh, and uh, a little later, Zaya is killed and Beck is all about trying to bring her back to life and believes that Horus will be able to make this happen. They team up and head out on the adventure to defeat Set, restore Horus, and bring Zaya back to life. Uh, so now that we've got the gist of it, let's have a let's have a close look at this flick, eh? That is such a great opening. <laughs> I yeah, love that. yeah. I can tell.
1: Yeah, this is. You should narrate. This is a really good. You have a career. That would have been a better
0: narration of someone just who doesn't like the film, just yeah, going, oh. "Yeah, who's this weirdo? Like, what's he
2: up to?" Oh, did it? Did, did it come out that I didn't like that film? Ah, oh, I not do- <laughs> <laughs> I thought you loved it. I, I had no idea.
3: Uh- <laughs> it, was, it was
2: so jolly. So jolly. Uh, what do we what do we reckon? Uh, do we want to go through what uh, what we liked first, or do we want to go through what uh, what irked us? Be a Pretty
1: short section. Should we uh, start with the likes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what did we
0: what did we like? Uh, <laughs> who gets to go first? Who gets the Let's lighting. <laughs> well, actually, given given the kind of uh, who we all are as podcasters, what did you guys think of the line at the beginning, which is like before history? Which I don't really understand how that makes sense. This is Cringe. a time before history, so obviously no one was writing anything down. Everyone was like, "Yeah, I'm sure we'll just remember all this stuff." No one has to be a historian. No one has to take note of what's going yeah, on. Yeah,
3: you know that room, that room that was full of scrolls. They were all just blank because they just hadn't yeah. figured out how to write. You know, history down on them.
0: Yeah, yeah such an advanced, advanced society. And
3: then one day, one someone will start it, and they'll be like, oh, "This is great." Right. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> And someone goes. Maybe we should have like recorded some of this stuff when we had the gods wandering around. Now they've gone. We're like, now this is the time to start writing histories. <laughs> That's
1: so God. true. Oh man,
0: <laughs> I I loved it when
2: Horus smacks Beck like five meters across the ground when he uh, yeah. doesn't get his water.
0: <laughs> I love yeah. that. I think Beck takes a lot of punishment and is completely fine throughout so much of this. Like he, there's that bit where he like in the. In the in the like the pyramid where he's stealing Horus's eye back and then he falls quite a long way and then hits a bunch of treasure which is you know metal and would be really painful but he like bounces through it like it's the kind of Scrooge McDuck pool of coins and you can just swim through it. Yeah. He takes. Yeah, a he like, should be dead in many instances. So true. And he, and
2: he just keeps bouncing back. He's like, "Yep, I'm all good, no sweat." And you're like, "Dude, come on, like show us something."
1: Yeah, I mean just you think that I just I kept thinking of broken ribs, internal bleeding, broken ankle, snap neck. Like you literally could go through the whole film and list the injuries he would have sustained from these things.
3: I mean, no wonder then why throughout like most of the film Horace kept turning um, going, Are you sure you're not a god?
2: Well quite. <laughs> like he was probably just thinking the same thing. He's like I'm beating the shit out of you and you seem to be fine. Although with um uh the some of the gods though are a little bit uh like Lackluster. I think like Neph- uh, Nephthys um, sets ex-wife or wife. Actually, she's still married the whole way through. When she's like, oh, you're a dick. I'm going to fly away very slowly. And then he's like grabs her wing and then like gently yeah. <laughs> moves her back
0: into the room. And she's like, I'm incapacitated.
2: <laughs> like, what the fuck? Come on.
0: Yeah, they... They all kind of suck, don't they? None of them are actually that talented or that powerful. And you think they... I mean, they're gods, but they do seem to... I mean, Osiris dies from just a stab, whereas you've got Beck surviving everything, and then Osiris, one stab from behind, and that's it, he's done. One of the most powerful gods, the king of gods, the king of all Egypt, dead in a second. And then, oh, and then his great scene where, like, that final death, he's like, oh, now your story has just begun, and then turns away and dies is... I mean, great acting there. I mean, it's it's there's just so much quality in that. I just kept
2: uh, I kept hearing Brian Brown saying like pterodactyl, son. That's a pterodactyl. It's um from a um uh an Aussie. Hey, did, you, did you guys get over there? It's a movie called Two Hands. No, um, that's that's new on me. Uh that's for the Aussies. Uh, Aussies over there, guys. Um, it's a um, it's a really good one of uh, Heath Ledger's like really good Aussie films that he did before he. I think it was like at the stage where he was breaking into Hollywood as well. He's like some like petty criminal, and um, yeah. Brian Brown's like playing with his son, and he's like soup He's like some mob boss, and he's like. I think he's just killed some dude, or he's like talking about organising somebody's death. He's like, see that son? That's a pterodactyl. The kid's like, wow, dinosaurs. It's um, yeah. Anyway, don't worry.
0: So that's what was going through your head when you saw <laughs> yeah, King yeah. of all Egypt in his final
3: moments. <laughs> Important Rural exposition's the
0: happening. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, dinosaurs. <laughs> to, give,
1: dinosaurs. Uh, to give it one bit of praise i'm not sure if this is praise but because i didn't unlike the last review we did which was on immortals god i almost forgot the name of it uh where i know quite a lot about the greek pantheon i know very little about the ancient egyptian god stories so actually i wasn't getting as annoyed with it as i was expecting to be so i was kind of like oh this can they do this Mm. oh you know i don't know the story that story you related at the beginning about him being chopped Osiris being chopped up and then getting remade so he could have a son i didn't know that so actually that kind of thing actually made me enjoy it more because I wasn't looking for the problems. Yeah.
2: Well that um I sh- I did an episode on that one. That's the only one I've done on 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 Egyptian mythology and it's basically a very uh important one in Egyptian culture because that was about letting the people know that the king or the pharaoh is that that's their right to rule. It's basically why oh. the king or the pharaoh is in charge because they're ordained by by the gods. And it's basically like them um, portraying their right to rule, but it's one of those stories that went for like it changed a fair bit. So um, there was points where I was like, hmm, "That's a bit strange. That's not how it go. that's not how I remember it." So they've definitely taken some liberties and made their own. Sure. Um, which I didn't I didn't mind them doing that. Kind of like how they did with the mortals, how they were like, "Okay, we're gonna make our own unique story," um, and some changes I thought was fine. I've actually put this down as a um, as a negative for this review, but I'll, I'll put it as a, like I'll mention it now. So um, to do with Nut and Geb. So, uh, Nut is the sun, oh, is, is the sky. She's basically portrayed as like uh, a naked female covered in stars, which she's actually in the beginning, where he's like before history, the gods <laughs> walked among men and they were large. You see, like Nut is the picture of her arching over four or five kneeling blokes yeah yeah and i'm like why why is she there if you're not talking about her because like but you can't have i get hollywood would be like all right we can't really have a movie where the sky bangs the earth and (laughs) they have kids because you're like okay how do we shoot is that that, that it is that what happens is that that, that, that's an origin i did not yeah 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 um so Nut is the sky, is the sky, and Geb is the earth, and uh, and they 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 got down and dirty a fair bit, and then Ra, who is their father, is like, dudes, oh. uh, you can't be doing this, <laughs> this ain't cool. <laughs> um, plus, I'm not a fan because uh, you guys might will probably have kids, and then um, and then they'll they'll challenge me for the right to rule. So none of that. And so they put, um, oh, who is it? Shu, I think it is Shu, uh, uh, the god of the air. Uh, okay. So they put like. The, the air in between the sky and the earth to stop them from having sex. Who is their uncle? I think it is. So
0: it's a bit awkward. That's that's Um, quite intense. That's that's a strange family. So I was like, I can see why they didn't do that. Yeah. Doesn't the film say Horus is the god of air?
2: God of the wind. God of wind.
0: Is that different? God of the wind (laughs) is the same as god of air. They
2: share some things around with it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because Hathor's like um, meant to be the goddess of love and just that. And you're like, well, she's got like strong ties to the underworld. She's kind of like a bit of a um, Persephone. Yeah. Yeah. De- oh, yeah, Demeter's yeah, yeah, um, daughter. Yeah, yeah. She's got links to that. So she's got, uh, you know, her role has being like, you know, love and all that, but also has ties to the underworld and the afterlife.
1: And she seemed a bit more complex than just yeah, Venus yeah. in another form.
2: Although, although Egyptian mythology is one of the fewest things I've I've got a lot of uh, knowledge in. So I might be completely wrong about <laughs> this one, guys. But uh, <laughs> Well, you, you know a lot more than uh, everyone else here, I think.
3: Well, none of us are going to correct you, right? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're listening, I feel like I'm in a lecture. It was amazing.
3: <laughs> I'm I'm the same I'm the same as Will in this one where I'm like, Well, I've heard of some of them, but other than that, basically nothing. So it was quite good just to see it. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, some of it obviously will not be correct, but I imagined a lot of it might be.
0: You probably know more than the, the writers and director of this film, so there's something, you know, at least. Oh, yeah, well.
3: I just want to hear the initial <laughs> right. business pitch. Like, if it was anything like what Patrick has been spouting about, I hope that was included. And they were all just <laughs> sat there like, no. <laughs> Can we simplify it, please?
2: Yeah. One of the writers looks like the, uh, the scientist dude out of Independence Day with, like, the glasses and the long disheveled hair. He's like, now the sky. <laughs> Think about it, guys. The sky <laughs> and the earth, they're going to bang. And the guy's like, get him out of the room. <laughs> This is this is it's oh not going to fly.
1: But you've got to worry. You, you sort of wonder about the researchers on this on this production because having worked in TV on research projects for sort of documentaries, and you kind of go. You're always the one who has to stop the creativity getting too far because you're like, mm. No, this is the history, you gotta do it like this. <laughs> so you can just imagine there were a couple of those guys on set, probably going, For fuck's sake, what are we doing? This is gonna ruin our <laughs> reputations. Well the lead
3: the lead researchers would send in, you know, recommendations about what they should do to make them all accurate, but he also wrote them all in hieroglyphics, so you never got past the creative teams. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they were just there like, Oh, no that it.
1: <laughs> oh I love that. Does anyone else have any other positives for this particular piece?
2: Um, yeah, I do. I I thought I thought some of the panning shots were really good. I thought most um, <laughs> most far away shots looked pretty good <laughs> without any people in them, like with the CGI and all that. Um, and I suppose the costume costume design in general I thought was pretty pretty alright. Although I will take a leaf out of Patrick's book from the Immortals episode um, with uh, your 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 gripes about hats and uh just (laughs) the crowns the crowns i was like come on guys like it wouldn't it can't hurt you too much to have something a little bit more like pharaonic like something like egyptian Mm. to wear
0: sort of less it suited the 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 race of the actual actors who were portraying these (laughs) these egyptian gods maybe they were worried about cultural appropriation which yeah you know that's the whole problem with the entire film but maybe they didn't want to go that far (laughs) it's weird that that was the that was the spot where they were like oh you know what we shouldn't we should be
2: a little bit more sensitive about this you're like
0: this is the time someone in the like the fashion department the the wardrobe went yeah no we can't get away with that like clearly this set is clearly scottish so we can't put him up in real (laughs) egyptian clothes (laughs) that was amazing i did like uh one of the other things i don't know if i really liked it but i thought it was funny but when in the coronation the crowd were holding up signs like at a yeah. football match or something but they were like just like hieroglyphs or, or just like nice egyptian art but they were waving them like on cardboard <laughs> like going yeah i love these guys <laughs> i thought that was quite good because that's maybe what they would do if you were could see your gods and you know you don't really know how to act so you just wave a bunch of signs maybe that would be what they would do so i guess i like that kind of well, they yeah. can't
2: record their history, but they can, you know, write signs for their yes. to show up at the at the coronation. So, you
3: know, well, they write it all down on the signs, and then like two weeks later, some like you know one of their children might be there. Like, what's the sign for? They go, oh, I don't remember.
1: <laughs> very short memory spans.
3: Very very short. <laughs>
1: I uh, I have to admit, I actually quite liked uh, the very wise god. I Can't remember his name now. Thoth. Uh, Thoth. Yeah. Thoth. Thank you. Uh, I actually, at first, I thought it was a bit annoying, but actually, he has some great one-liners, and I, I kind mm. of got on. I kind of saw him as like the Sherlock Holmes of of the pantheon, and I quite liked that. So, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, he he sort of lightened the mood a bit. It, it, it kind of became a bit more comedic, whereas everyone else was trying to be serious. He he just kind of came across as a bit sassy, and I quite liked yeah. that. Mm. But he yeah, kind of.
2: I think I know. think a lot of uh, a lot of Chadwick's lines, like one-liners and all, I think they landed probably the best. Like there was a yeah. lot, of, yeah. lot of shit one-liners in this film, and they were either for no reason or just not funny. And uh, yeah, I think it. I think Chadwick is—he was given some good good lines, and, and you can tell he had fun with the role as well. Like he is uh, definitely enjoying mm. playing the God of Wisdom here. Yeah.
0: yeah, it's good. that I feel like he was the only one of the only gods that felt like he, his personality matched what he was God of. Or the rest of them were just gods of like God of the Wind. Nothing he did had anything to do with wind. Set was Mm. God of the desert. I don't know. I don't know what they officially called him, but he was just a jerk. Like none of them really did anything that was that associated with who they were. Which, Mm. which is actually, I think that was also a problem with Immortals. They all just kind of buff men and women who looked good. That was it. That was the entire requirement to be a god.
3: Yeah, I'd seen that when uh, Jared Butler said that when he found out he was going to be in the film, he immediately went and started bodybuilding. It was like his first reaction. He was like, he was like oh, i got to have the abs for the part now. And just ran off to the gym to start working out. And apparently that was all he was doing in the run up to it. And I was like, yeah, you know, fair, fair enough.
1: Well, it's I think there's 10 years between 300 and this film. So 10 years is a lot. Oh, I mean, he must be, I don't know how old he is, but he, you know, 30 and 40, let's say, trying to put, put the muscle back on. You can imagine you don't look too sort of like weak if you're meant to be this mm. hench buff, asshole you know but yeah i think mm. he, and also the the, the outfits he would, he was given he didn't he didn't have to sort of expose as much so I, I i wonder if like he did hit the gym but it just still wasn't that impressive so they put a breastplate on him maybe yeah yeah <laughs> it
2: was kind of like hitting the gym in your 20s to hitting the gym in your 40s or 50s you're like yeah you, you look good for your age but you still look your age you got your well. dad bod. yeah
1: yeah mm. i think that's actually um unlike immortals and Three Hundred. There was very little of the sort of sexual, like, overdone sexual stuff. You know, in those films, it's like, it's basically porn at
2: times. It's like, you don't have that with this, so I guess that's a positive. I think they tried to keep, they were really trying to keep that PG-13 rating going. I think it was PG. Mm. So, hence why, like, for some reason, the Egyptian gods have gold blood. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, they were like, oh, yeah. Which is a little bit more of, like, a Greek thing, more than Egyptian, really. They don't really talk too much about their blood, but... Yeah, I think that's to do with the ratings. You can't really have, although Hathor's walking around in pretty much a bikini the whole time, True. And, uh, and and Zaya's got the low-cut dresses going on. So they alluding, they got some sexual stuff going on, but definitely nothing. Uh, it's kid-friendly, as opposed to 300 mm. and uh, mortals with yeah, basically porn <laughs> yeah, essentially.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also unnecessary porn, you know, especially in oh, the mortals. Yeah. That that scene is completely unnecessary for the film. <laughs> But it's uh. Anyway, yeah. We're not talking about
2: that film. We're not getting back into a. No, 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 no. It haunts me to this day. We close the book on that one, boys. That's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I do have. I do have one more thing. I, I kind of liked. I liked the um uh the the design of Ra's sun barge, like the 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 ship he flies in the sky, um and fights mm. Apophis on. I was like, I th- I thought that looked pretty cool. It had like a kind of um semi, it kind of like a semi-divine but also like space look about it. And I thought that mm. looked thought somewhere, somewhere where the, for me, like the, the special effects and the practical effects looked legit. Um, and, then, and then you see um, Ra himself and you're like, oh. Yeah.
0: That, that, was where the, that was where the effort vanished. <laughs> no,
2: I agree though. I,
0: having,
1: again, saying that I don't know anything about the history or sorry, the mythology around it, I went, wow, that's like a sort of ancient Egyptian space station which is pretty cool. Hmm. And then who's at the helm? Barbarossa. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah. Like, that, this works. I love this. Like, and I kept sort of going, is this canon? <laughs> like, is this in it? <laughs> is this part of the Egyptian mythology?
2: There's a thing where, yeah, Ra does travel across the sky every day, and every day he fights this. So um, Apophis. So Apophis is meant to be like a serpent, like a big viper. Um instead mm. he looks like that thing like an earthworm out of dune or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was a bit that was a bit weird how you have that, but I guess they'll go on for like the oh, apophis instead of being just a big snake, he's like this world ending mm. just just shit, <laughs>
0: so I thought the design of that was quite good when it when you yeah, st- cause it's yeah. mostly smoke and then when you start seeing the teeth come out and then you're like, oh shit, this is quite an intense. There's a lot going on there, but then also yeah, quite true. disappointing that he just gets shot a few times by by Ra and that's it. And he's like,
3: by the world's smallest bolts of fire as well.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. There doesn't seem to be any sweet spot either. Like to to like you need to hit this certain part of him to get him to to bugger off. Seems like mm. like. Ra could have been like off his tits, <laughs> just like drunk, just be like, like an, yeah, just shoot him anyway, he'll, he'll fuck off after a couple. Like just <laughs> yeah, it just seemed a little bit too easy at some points. You'd think after whatever it is, two million days
1: that Apophis would come up with a different strategy. Like <laughs> he just does the same yeah. thing.
3: No, it's yeah. like it's like the Black adder like the World War One joke where they're like, Well, we've done it two million times, but they won't expect it the two million and first <laughs> yeah.
2: That's when, uh, when um, Set actually comes up and kills him. He's like, oh, thank Christ. Like, <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and then Horace is like, I got your spear back, uh, granddad. Or dad, father. Father, granddad. No, father, granddad. I got, granddad, got your yeah. spear back. And he's like, fuck mm. off, man. <laughs> I'm done with this. I don't want to fight that. Snake again.
1: He was like, it was a really weird bit. He was like halfway to the afterlife. It was sort of in transit, and he was like, "Oh no, wait, no, we still need you.
2: Come back. Only you can do this." You're like, "No, just hold the spear, mate. Just Just anyone can can point
1: and shoot. This isn't difficult."
2: (laughs) And that's a spoiler alert. That's what, um, in lots of the myths, that's what Set ends up doing. He ends up getting that role.
1: Oh, really?
2: Yeah. After he's defeated by Horus, he gets to, um, he gets that job. So they go, "All right, you didn't get to be, uh, king of all the world. Uh, bad luck. But that's all right. You can go." shoot bolts at this snake for, or battle this snake every day and he's like okay I guess that's what I'm doing now
1: in Greek mythology is it Apollo who's pulling the sky across like the, the um i who's thought that the,
2: was helios, helios.
1: Potentially. so it's interesting I how similar the wrong. mythology is
3: the oh, yeah. you have the same thing yeah. in the Norse mythology as well when it's being pulled away from a giant wolf that's chasing them uh and then when Ragnarok happens I think it's hack- hacky is the the one it's kind of like you know it's either Haki or Fenrir. they kind of yeah sort of toss it about between them but one of the wolves catches up with the sun and eats it and then that's meant to be like the first sign of ragnarok uh happening like when the end of days oh. goes the sun goes um and so uh, i guess i guess all mythologies just have this thing about having the sun like an existential peril like every day <laughs> Yeah, something will murder it at some point, and we're all going to be there when it happens. <laughs> mm.
1: I guess if they see it as a, a giant flame, and they, you know, when they're coming up with this stuff, they're they're looking at how flames are obviously going to run out eventually. So this one must run out eventually, which it will at some point. That's going to happen. Yeah, they're kind so they are right. not wrong, you know. And also, was it? It takes. I think I remember from school something terrifying. Like you have seven minutes of sunlight before we know that the sun's gone out. Yeah. So that will be like yeah. the beginning of Ragnarok. Like it'll <laughs> be like, oh, okay, Fenrir's got it. And then it
0: ends pretty quickly as well. Like after that seven <laughs> minutes, it's basically all over. There's yeah, not other really, way yeah. There's not like a long drawn out Ragnarok, you know, story <laughs> end of the world storyline we can do.
2: Yeah, you haven't got time to run run around the streets and bang your neighbours or beat them up, which <laughs> <laughs> whichever you need to do, just go crazy. Yeah. This is turning yeah. into the. Purple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're switching into different
1: movie reviews.
3: <laughs>
1: we were talking about costumes earlier, as a positive, and I agreed with you on the whole. But there was one dude, and I can't remember his name. He's the guy who becomes like a horny the the, the guy with the horns. Sorry, the guy with oh. the horns. What's the warthog guy called?
2: Um, I, he's got a name in credits, but no one ever right. says on. it. Whoever
1: think... he is, him in his human-ish form at the beginning, looks like an extra with the wrong outfit on. He just looks <laughs> ridiculous. I'm yeah. like, you're clearly a baddie, but like, you look so like cut and pasted into the shot. So yeah, anyway, that was my uh, first pet peeve of the whole thing. Apart from Beck's character, obviously.
0: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Beck in general was just like, so, so poor. And which is the same, because I thought, I did think that um, Nikolai... I can't Costa Walda. Is that his last name? I, can, I can't remember. I thought he mm. was quite good and was quite charismatic. And then they just got a less charismatic guy to follow him around the entire time. Because it would have been more fun if the if the mortal was a bit more of like I don't know, like more down on his luck, wasn't kind of good at everything, was a bit you know maybe a bit more funny, a bit more fun. And then you'd have Nikolai as the kind of hero. But it's like they wanted two heroes, and one of them is cool, and one of them isn't. So it just mm. really highlights how uncool Beck was throughout. Pretty much the whole thing, despite his ability to survive every hit he got thrown at him, whereas the gods were dropping like flies. But yeah, I think Beck was just—I mean, Aladdin would have been better. So yeah, at least we get a few a few tunes out of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
3: know how like uh, like kings in like the 17th century, and whatnot. Would have like court divorce with them to make them look more t- taller and more impressive. Do you think they put Beck <laughs> in the film to make Nikolai look like a much better <laughs> and heroic and funny individual by having someone mm. the polar opposite just next to him?
0: Oh, it definitely worked. Yeah, it's like he could be as bad as this person. You know? <laughs> that was in that was in his like contract when Nikolai signed on. He was like, "Okay, I'll do it, but I need someone else to be near me at all times who is just worse at everything, so I can look cool." Oh man, I, I remember when, um, when
2: uh, Will, when you got in touch and said, "Hey, we should, uh, we should do this film," I was, my immediate thought was, "Okay." I remember watching because I've already, I only saw it once before this for obvious reasons, um, <laughs> and I was like, I remember Beck being the absolute most insufferable piece of shit, and I, <laughs> I, I remember that, and I was like, okay. Maybe it was because I watched it a while ago. Maybe it's not that bad. Maybe he's pretty, maybe he's aged well as a character, or maybe I've misremembered some things. And the whole movie way, the whole way through the movie, I was like, this guy is terrible. He's like, he's just so bad. And he's, he's unfunny. He's, he's got like confidence where he shouldn't. And he's back talking gods and all that. You're like, I don't know. He's, and his acting is not great. Like, his, his girlfriend or wife dies. We don't know which one, um, if she's married, if they're married or not. he's She's dead. And he's like, okay, I guess I'll just keep doing the same thing. He's like, Zaya, Zaya, okay, I'm going to do this. And then, like, every scene is like, okay, I'm going to do this now. I'm going to do this. He's like a five-year-old, but, like, always mm. happy and always upbeat. I'm like, dude, your wife is dead. Like,
0: Yeah. He really—he seemed to—he he, didn't—he like, didn't really get over it quickly, but he just didn't really react. He was like, "Oh no, hundred percent." Well, I'll go see the god. <laughs> I'll figure this out.
2: And Hathor's like, "Oh, I'll go talk to your dead girlfriend in the underworld," um, which is pretty rare, by the way. Like, do you <laughs> want to get excited about this? He's like, "Zaya, it's me. Hello." You're like,
0: "Fuck, yes, dude! It's like,
2: still me, yeah. give us something."
1: <laughs> it's so true. He had so many opportunities. I feel like this film for the actor could have been. A real sort of breakout where he could really—he's got loads of lines, got loads of airtime—and he just fucked it up entirely. <laughs> hmm. He was so wooden. There was nothing. And also, just in terms of plot, at the end, Horus goes off to save Hathor, I guess, and he leaves—he <laughs> leaves Beck in charge of all of Egypt, not any of oh, the gods a bad idea. that he such has a bad around idea. him. He's like, "Oh no, I'll give it to the mortal who I've been slagging off the entire film." <laughs>
0: <laughs> who, like, whose only profession was as a thief, not really a great prime minister yeah. or you know head of state to look after an entire. What administrative skills does he have?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I want to see that CV. I want like the the like the you know, the post credit scene where Horace comes back and he's like, so um, where's the where's the treasury gone? And Beck's just there <laughs> like with these massive sacks of gold behind him, like oh, I, I didn't see anything.
2: <laughs> I love um. Like you said, how um, uh, Osiris goes and gets Hathor, there's like, there's been enough time for the conflict and the battle and, the, and all that to to ease up. Horus has got a new outfit; he's nice and clean. Everyone's like ready for his ceremony and also just like administering the kingdom. How long has Hathor been down in the underworld? And, and Horus like, I might go see a friend. Like she's probably terrified; she's having a shit time. And she he mm-hmm. gets down there, and she's like, Oh my love! I bet you hurried straight away to get me. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't wait wait several weeks to sort
0: my shit and then and then come and get you. I don't think you can blame Horace because it's Beck who doesn't show him the the bracelet. It all comes back to Beck. He had the bracelet with him the whole time, oh, and he's like, "That's huh, right. You're yes. gonna love this. I, yeah. You'll never guess. I kind of forgot about this, but I still have this bracelet. <laughs> if you want to go get your girlfriend, I know you. You literally you had a one wish with your father who could have done anything for you, and you brought back my girlfriend. But I've waited this long to show you that I can help you get your girlfriend back. He's just a terrible person. He's
3: just there like, hey, Horace, you know how I got my girlfriend back? And Horace is there like, wait, no, I got her back for you. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Now it's your turn to go get yours back, right? Go on, get get moving.
1: I love the scene. Actually, this was probably a positive. Overall, I once I'd kind of got past the gra- some of the graphics, I'm sure we'll come back to this, but the sort of the, the enlarged gods compared to the humans i didn't think that's Mm. aged very well in terms of cgi Mm, but the one time i actually thought the scene worked quite well was when the two snake sisters decided to descend on that temple i thought that was actually quite cool i quite enjoyed the how they had to dip down below this and uh, and Mm. then they went over the cliff and all that stuff like that was quite a good scene actually i thought yeah yeah that played quite well
2: that looked really good the snakes looked legit i was like this is awesome and then they're like oh we're gonna have that chariot scene where uh Beck and his missus escape and you're like, That's obvious green screen, mate. Like <laughs> That's
0: Yeah amateur yeah, yeah. level.
1: I did think, yeah, like when they when I saw like the enlarged gods, I was like, Oh my god, what are they doing? And then I I kept thinking, how many scenes are there gonna be where there's loads of little humans? and big gods, and actually there weren't that many, and they they must have Mm. clocked on, oh that looks crap they very
0: quickly found other gods to hang out with, and because then they got the goddess of love, and the goddess of wisdom so that they didn't have to do that weird shot where they're doing, where they're looking at each other in weird way, but it was also, it was also very obviously just CG'd, it wasn't like the lord of the rings style where they're in the same room but shot cleverly so it does it just looked like neither yeah. of them were in the same place and not really looking at each other but looking near each other mm. i kind of like the the idea behind them being big but i think it just came across as weird and like, and they also they were only a little bit bigger and then they just look like normal people as well so it was just a weird effect i think
2: yeah yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you brought that up patrick because um that Lord like you could see we've got evidence from Lord of the Rings that it can be done mm. well like you can have that disproportioned um, you know height and, and film it and have it look good but this just yeah this is just CG and, it, and uh, I think just a the shortcut they were just like being a bit lazy and be like oh we'll just do it in CG that'll be fine and it's look looked weird but it's good that you don't get too many of those scenes yeah which I mean nice. even
1: if you I, 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 the whole film I was comparing it to 300 because Gerald Butler was in both and the 10 year gap and I thought Xerxes being you know Xerxes is bigger in in mm. 300 mm-hmm. that works I enjoyed that I never thought oh that looks a bit tacky yeah. whereas in this I feel they didn't I, I, I feel like maybe the the film was too bright if they'd made everything a little bit darker like in 300 and Immortals it wouldn't have been so obvious I don't know I'm yeah. no sending photographer, though. So
0: that was one of my complaints about Immortal- immortals though that it was too dark, but maybe it was a good thing. <laughs> if they brightened it up, it would look like this and I'd go, "Oh god, that's worse. Put it back, darken it again."
2: I feel a weird thing that happened or the, probably the coolest thing about this film you don't get to see is uh the fact that you hear about a rebellion of like many gods against set and a whole war is fought. And you don't see any of it, except like, you know, at the very end, you're like, I'd lo- that sounds a t- shit ton better than
0: what we got. Yeah, that's yeah true. that would have been like, really that sounds, cool. That sounds like what we want to say. Like a rebellion, but led by gods against this other god, and you just running around. But yeah, they wanted, I think they just wanted it to be that kind of hero's journey, which it kind of was, but mm. kind of wasn't as well. But yeah, that would have been amazing because there wasn't, they didn't mention any of the other gods. It was just the, the wife. And then, because there was no other gods at that temple or that city that they that Set attacked, it was, it was just the the wife. I uh, think there were there were six
2: six gods standing when um when uh when Set lands his weird scarab chariot thing.
0: Were those gods?
2: There's six gods. They there. sucked. Yeah, <laughs> I know. When they landed, you are just like, oh, here we go. Here comes a big boss. Oh, yeah. it's done. He just wrecks right. all of them. <laughs> he does he it's like it was a, for me it was like as big, big a letdown as like when um, Revenge of the Sith when like Palpatine does his like e the twirl and like offs <laughs> offs four dudes and then you're like what the fuck you're meant to be Jedi All yeah, oh. die immediately <laughs> what the hell so true oh man no but they are they are gods because like they're the same height as him and you see like gold oh of uh, course like, yeah, yeah. like come out when he stabs him
3: they're just gods that didn't pick hadn't picked up a sword before that day
1: yeah <laughs> I mean, it explains the first scene because in the first scene, when when Set just kind of goes kind of a bit crazy, I was thinking, "Come on, there's like ten of you, just kill him." And but now mm. seeing their performance in that scene, I'm like, "Oh, okay, right. So you're just shit. So okay, you need to. You're, yeah. You have no hope against this guy."
2: But they're like, they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to kill you now at the at the the coronation, which is my best opportunity. No, I'm going to rebel later on." Like why just off him there when his back's turned? yeah they
0: say one of them says like oh we'll, we will resist but now is not the time now is definitely the time this yeah. is the right moment to do it like, <laughs> when he has least amount of power half percent the time Jesus. Jesus oh gods are not smart in this I would say the
1: one thing about the um, the golden blood at first I thought oh that's a bit weird but actually I'm quite happy they did include that because when he takes his eyes I was thinking if you did that with blood mm. oh god Ooh. like even if oh, yeah I know it would change the rating but I wouldn't want to see that. But like that was too much. But when the blood mm. was gold, I was like, "Oh, okay, I can watch that." <laughs> I felt it was more palatable. Yeah, that looked cool. And I go, oh, "Okay, I see what they've done there." So does that happen in the myth
2: then? The taking of the eyes. Yeah, I think uh, that I think there's it's like a side story to. I think or, or one of the one of the versions. This is where it's a, a little bit hazy for it. There's instead of Set and Horus like. ...fighting a battle or like a war against each other... ...it's more like they have to... ...like they get judged... ...they're like okay... ...because okay. Set kills um, uh, Osiris... ...and uh, and all that... Uh, ...and uh, Isis who is Osiris's wife... Um, uh, ...sister wife... ...has... Um, ...conceived Horus... ...and then Horus grows up as a, as, as a young man... ...into like I need to avenge my father... ...and all that... ...and then because ...by this time Set's been ruling for X amount of years... And then he's like, I'm going to challenge you and we're going to, because it's Egyptian, instead of really battling, it's more like we're going to go and um, and go to the courts and have a panel of judges decide who should be king um, after we do a few challenges um, oh. and all that. And in the end, the last thing is they go, oh, we should actually ask Osiris, the Lord of the Underworld, because that's where he goes now. Um we should ask him who should rule and then Osiris was like oh obviously my son he should rule you're like fuck talk to him first then like you don't have to do all this other stuff <laughs> yeah and Seth's like yeah Seth's like oh okay I accept this judgement I'll, I'll, I'll go hang out with, uh, with Ra and, and shoot down Apophis every day <laughs> but there's yeah, a lot of other stuff
3: I feel like this would lead to like a very good like TV show concept where it's meant to be like like a crime court show and it's just like settling disputes <laughs> between gods yeah. and you can put mm. all these kind of like tales in and just have them be, like, really wacky and outlandish, and then the judge is there, like, he could be could be immortal, just
0: there, like, for God's sake, stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah.
0: I did like the, because that sounds like a great idea, because one of the other bits I did really like is the weird, um, like, when they're in the underworld, in the, like, that spinning gate that chooses whether you go to heaven or hell, and they like, the rows of old men who are oh, yeah. just like, what did you bring? I really liked them, I thought they were really funny. I like the idea that you get to the end, you're about to go through like the Pearly Gates or the Egyptian equivalent, and there's just these stuffy ancient old men that are just like reviewing what you've done and what you're up to. And like I like I like them. I thought that was quite a cool that all the underworld stuff was like it looked really interesting. And I liked Anubis, he was very cool, and I liked that he wasn't a bad guy, he was just like he was kind of a good guy, he was just a dude that was just the wandering yeah. around. So I liked all that stuff. Just like a shepherd. Yeah. yeah, 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 that was really good.
1: Yeah, that was good, I agree. And I thought the CGI wasn't too shit there either.
0: It was dark. Kind of it was well. dark down there, that's why.
1: Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It would have, uh, if if everything had been toned down a little bit, it would have uh, probably added to it. Oh, another pet peeve of mine is that when Apothis comes down the Nile and eventually gets defeated, does that mean half the Nile was eaten? Or does he throw it back up?
0: Like, what what happens
2: there? Your, your guess. Your guess, Matt. Mm. That would
0: actually... That would be quite cool if they said at the beginning the Nile... It, like, did a bird's eye shot and you, it looked like the Nile was way longer than it should be and then it ends with it actually being partially destroyed and that's why so much of Egypt is desert. That would be quite cool. Mm. They didn't do it, but that would have been cool. <laughs>
2: that would be, yeah. Yeah. I think I think they probably just would have been like, oh, we just got some waters of creation from Ra and chucked it back in and then everything's
1: yeah. all
0: Gucci. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no.
2: Just get the
1: map builder out, you know, to start...
0: Maybe not if Beck was in charge. If he's running the if he's running all of Egypt, maybe he probably didn't get anything oh, fixed. Yeah, that fucking guy.
2: God, I could talk all day about Beck. <laughs> he's so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> one pet peeve about him, sorry, one of many. Um, when he's when he jumps into the CGI pit of gold in the, uh, uh, on the on the back of the cart, and then he's sneaking into the pyramid, so he's, he's oh, yeah. going down that chute. Oh my god, and, yeah. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> you are like. Like, dude, you're a fucking... You're, you're meant to be sneaking in. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, dude.
3: Also, like, the... I, I need to bring up the wagons that were bringing the gold in, like, pulled by the elephants. And they were just, like, dump trucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Where they all, like, tipped up. And they even, like, had, the, like, the actual just look of them. And I was, like, I was like, I feel like I know where they got these from.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. But also, when they get down... When he gets down to that bridge,
3: like, how does... It,
1: how lucky does he have to be I mean you know when the thing starts like slicing and stuff like uh, he's not a god or a demigod at least in Immortals we knew he was the son of a god in this one mm. he's just a standard guy and he, he's, what? Just great. he's just great an ninja? like where did he learn that like on the, st- the mean streets of Cairo or Alexandria,
3: or wherever. But, but you see, Will—he—he he was always going to be fine because he had the instructions. <laughs> he oh, had yeah, the plans, and, and he was just reading it like, "Ah, oh, yes, vague clue. I can handle that."
2: It's so true. And and they're like a third bridge. No one said anything about a third bridge. You're like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like these are the official plans. What if? What if? Um. It's Urshu, I think the the builder, the builder guy who he was a wasted actor. Oh, oh he's, he's, he's
0: such a good actor, isn't he? But yeah. what a waste!
2: Yeah. What if he? What if he's like, oh, I need to go down and check on that eye for a tick. Uh, I better have my instructions so I make sure I don't get shish kebabbed on my way down. Oh, a third bridge! I don't remember putting that in. Like, if I can write it, the it would be written down. Like these, these are the blueprints. Yeah, and also, how
1: lucky is that that he had like a flashbang. Like, I feel like the, the, ring, the, the Eye of Osiris has become like a flash grenade. Whenever he needed to sort of get out of a situation, yeah. scorpions, henchmen, whatever, just bang, mm. and then off he
2: goes. That just seems. What, what is, and why does he go and kiss his missus when uh, he uh, flashbangs everybody? That was so weird. Like, just run, dude. And she's like, "Absolutely, let's have a kiss." You're like, "Fucking get out, let's go."
0: <laughs> Arguably, let's if they'd if they'd run straight away, they probably would have been far away enough that he she wouldn't have got shot. So, hundred percent mm. Beck's fault that she died. And also, he she gets shot. He immediately pulls the arrow out, which is not what you're supposed to do. She no. probably died from that, from the bleeding. Keep the. I mean, presumably <laughs> she probably got shot in the heart or something, but she lived long enough. So, I think it's his fault as well. He deserved everything he got.
1: Also, for a master builder, what a shot. Like, where where did that yeah. come from? And then he misses the second shot. like yeah. Horrendously. <laughs> yeah. Like, out of nowhere, that was just very mm. bad luck. I thought there was lots of, like, anthologies coming out at like, like, other films. So, like, you know when, uh, mm. after a while, I sort of got the idea that Seth was trying to build, like, he'd turn into a transformer. It felt like he was sort of trying to yeah. add different, mm-hmm accoutrements to him and then suddenly he it was literally like transformers when they just turned into the the things and i was like okay how does that sort of work and then i thought also mm. the tower was like sauron's tower you know up to the gods and then it, when it mm. crumbles
0: i did like i liked uh, Jeffrey rush's phrase oh if you built it any higher I, it would be in my way i was like that's really annoying imagine doing that you build the biggest <laughs> monument and your dad's like it's nearly in my way don't like that
1: yeah <laughs> To divert his journey around the Earth, which is flat, mm.
0: is that did, did the Egyptians think the Earth was flat? Because I swear, all ancient civilizations all figured out it was round quite easily. Yeah, um, I think it was
2: maybe the first century BC. There was a um, astrologer named Ptolemy who had mm. was able to map the sky, and I think his theory was like, "Yep, this definitely means the Earth is round." Um, cause the, I think the way he tracked the sun, I might be wrong, probably am, but, uh, I think it was probably not as early, not before history like this film. Um, but <laughs> they, there was definitely the, the understanding that the earth was, was around. I think they thought it was a lot smaller though than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and mainly just after like India, it was just ocean, just like a lot, a lot of, uh, of ocean. So I think the whole flat earth thing kind of at least the first theories was, I think, first century BC, but I'm, I'm probably wrong on that.
1: Okay.
0: Did you guys also think that when they were in the swamp and they went to go find the God of Wisdom, it was like, is this going to become Star Wars? Are they going to find Yoda? Because it was very, <laughs> like, Dagobah style. And I guess, you know, the wise one is quite funny that that's where they found him. But it was getting more, it's like, this does not look like Egypt at all. Like, I guess maybe... <laughs> In their world, it's like they reign over the whole world, so it's not just actually Egypt, so they can go further afield. But I was like, this is getting more and more Star Wars style. And I was really <laughs> hoping that that's, he was just going to be, rather than living in this nice, nice, like hidden place where he's reviewing lettuce or whatever he was doing, like he was just like lost and was in a hut and going, Yeah, I don't want to leave. That would have been a lot more funny.
2: <laughs> I love that he was reviewing lettuce, though. It's so funny. Uh, bringing us to the swamp. Um... I noticed something last night, actually, when um, when Hathor is like um, telling Beck, she's like, oh, you go get me some water. I command you and like tries to hypnotize and make him do that. And he's like, uh, you guys are all the same, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what? And she's she says, I actually, actually took the quote down. She's like, I can make any man, woman, God or beast do my bidding unless the heart belongs to another. So she can basically control everybody. That's how she dis- gets those snakes to burn themselves up and all that. Why, why didn't she try doing that to set back yeah. at the coronation because he doesn't love his wife obviously take her wings and all that and what at, at the very least why didn't she do that to all the other gods or all the other people at the coronation be like alright everybody just all pile on set <laughs> do <Yeah>. that <laughs> like nothing it was, it was it was a really weird thing that, that sort of stuck out and I was like huh that's a that's a bit weird
1: Bit of an Eagles of Lord of the Rings
2: style, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It's kind of like, well, you could have just flown to Mordor. But the
2: Eagles are doing their own business. They're like, mate, we'll come when we want. Like, we're doing Eagle stuff.
3: (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. They're not like an Uber. (laughs) 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 Anyway, this is not a Lord of the Rings podcast as much as I'm sure all four of us would love it to be.
0: Oh, it'd be so good. (laughs) Tell you what I did like. I did like Set's plan... Of hunting down gods. That's what, as you said, would have made it cool if we saw the like the rebelling gods. And then when you realize the reason he's doing this is trying to find all the gods and steal bits of them to turn himself into a into a bigger god. I thought that was cool. Although I thought it was dumb was the fact that Beck was able to pry off like they used like the him assembling all this stuff was like very like Iron Man or like even Terminator or something where he's like being built into this uber god. And then Beck just gets grabbed and he just like. Unhooks the um, eye with just a a normal knife and then throws it away. And I was like, Is that how easy it is to pry that stuff off him? Like, he was a lot of effort to get it on you. And they were like, Yeah, you can just pry it off and that'll be fine.
2: Well, maybe it was just a rush job.
0: He He needs
3: to speak to the manufacturers. And uh, yeah, mm. get a refund, I think.
2: Yes, what's the war- what's the warranty on this uh, on this suit?
3: But no, I I I also loved to uh, sets plan and his hunt for the Infinity Stones, basically. Oh yeah. <laughs> the
0: God equivalent top. That them. is basically what he was doing.
3: <laughs> yeah. They even all had like the colors of them as well. It was great.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he also didn't use them. Like when he got he got the God of Wisdom's brain, but was still exactly the same. Once he did that, it's not like he got smarter or there was any indication he got better at anything he just got wings essentially that was the only like the only thing he gained which actually made him any different was just the wings he didn't get smarter i don't think he used the eye like he didn't do that weird telescopic eye that uh horus did a bunch of times i don't think they did yeah yeah. but
2: i don't think he did no he basically was like i'm gonna i'm gonna fly at you now
0: yeah (laughs) that's basically it which surely think that- there's easier way to get wings. Like he's a god. Like I'm sure there were other ways he could have got wings, but then went on this massive campaign to ke- get everything else and wings, and then just use wings. I mean, it's 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 a shame for me how like almost vanilla
2: of a villain he was. Like, because in um like in the the myths and all that, Seth he kind of knows that he can't like go toe-to-toe with Osiris in terms of, like, I can't just fight you one-on-one. He's much more sneaky. I mean, he's, like, the god of, like, confusion and stuff like that. So, he's very cunning. And, uh, that's how he's able to get, like, he is able to defeat Osiris by tricking him to go in this box. Uh, which I did a whole episode on that. But tri- tricks him to get in a box and defeats him that way. And, um, and the idea is that a lot of the gods are just like, fuck, we don't know what to expect out of this guy. Um, Everybody else go kind of like, oh, I fight with the spear, or I oh, I'm Horus, so I'm really good at seeing stuff, and you can I'm, I'll fight you out front and all that sort of stuff. Well, Seth's really cunning. He's he's really shifting, keeps everybody on their toes. But in this movie, Gerald's just like, mate, it's my turn now. I I, I want Daddy to know that I did that. And you're like, all right, yeah. Cool. He was just kind of generic <laughs> yeah. villain esque. I mean, I guess he was yeah. trying to
0: get him to be quite like. Leonidas, kind of that sort of thing, but then angry, like you know, evil Leonidas. Mm. They didn't want to make him too, because it would have been cooler if he was like, a, like a, I guess, as he is in the actual mythology, more like I guess a Loki, that kind of thing. Like he's more mm. Trixie, and that would have been maybe cooler and more interesting. And I did think that because you said it earlier, but the, the guy I wrote I down his name, but I think it's Rufus Sewell, who's the guy who's the builder. That actor's great, I... and I bet that he would have made a. I I think he would have made a fantastic set if he was put in charge because he's quite intimidating and like can do that kind of deranged, scary look. Whereas Joe Butler's mm. just so he's just a bit much and not and not actually intimidating scary. He's just buff. And that's all it was, which isn't as isn't as exciting, I don't think. No,
2: no. I remember um uh that actor out of um freaking Night's, Tale. Nights- a Knight's Tale. A Night's Tale, yeah. Tale. Oh
1: Count Adimar.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was it was great. I was like, mate, you're menacing this must be the Heath Ledger podcast at the moment. But um he was um, <laughs> yeah. he was great. I, I was like, mate, you look menacing as, as, as all hell. I was like, damn. Mm, so he yeah. would have been great as a villain. But he it kinda he kinda was a villain, but he's just like a builder. And you're like
0: as if he wouldn't follow whoever's in charge. Like he goes, mate, I'm just will build yeah. stuff. And also why did they why did they grab him at the end? Because they're like, Oh, we need him to get to to get to the top of the tower, but it was just a lift. And then Horus climbed the outside. So they didn't, I don't know why they got him. Cause they can't read the instructions. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, they don't write yeah, anything
1: so down. True. So there's yeah. no
0: instructions.
1: Um, I got a bit confused when uh, Set gets up to see his dad. And he says, you know, I want you to take over the spaceship and like kill the big the worm thing every day. And he goes, no, 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 no. I want to go, I don't want to die. I want to live down there and like be awesome forever and and he's like well you can't do that it's like well i guess i'll have to eat the underworld then and i'm like sorry yeah that came out <laughs> of nowhere what, are you just gonna get like a knife and fork and just sort of dig into this how's that gonna work like i didn't get that at all and then when the builder's like oh yeah this is afterlife armor like good luck mm. and he's like yeah but there's no afterlife if your boss wins so what are you doing <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm so confused by that part of the of the plot.
2: It was really weird how um the whole afterlife thing, like the, the threat was Set's like, oh, mate, everyone needs to pay to go to the afterlife now. And um he's not Lord of the Underworld. Like, that's not... He's got no say over that. Mm. Like, you'd be like... I, it probably because Osiris turns out to be the Lord of the Underworld no. um, when he dies. So, like, he could just as easily Xayah could have gotten to the front gates and like, oh, the old blokes are like, oh, what did you bring, Dahl? Oh, let's, let's shake you down and see. And then and then Osiris is like, oh, by the way, don't whatever set was spouting up, up top, uh, pff, don't worry about that. Like, Underworld's on me. I run the show here. There's no cover charge. Just come in and party. Like, you'll be <laughs> right. Yeah, because that, that,
3: yeah, that confused me as well because at first Osiris is like, you know, you don't have to pay to get in. Afterlife's open to everyone, and you're like, cool. And then Seth <laughs> takes over, and he's like, no, 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 it's subscription model now. Um, you've got to, it's <laughs> paid to enter. Um, and then later in the film, Seth goes, well, I can't change. Like being king doesn't mean I can change for how like you get into the underworld. And I was like, but, but you did it in like the very opening of the film, so clearly you have to.
1: Yeah, that that was really strange. I also thought the subliminal messaging of like yeah. yeah liberalism everything's great oh no no capitalism you got to pay to get in now i was like oh i see what you're from doing. from a
2: hundred million there. dollar capitalism movie bad. Yeah. Aim to make money. <laughs>
0: good. yeah which That's basically a glorifies the people who are in yeah, charge right. literally gods <laughs> and will get an infinite <laughs> amount of money and don't care yeah it's a bit of a mixed message isn't it really and who's who's at the top job because his
2: dad was in the top job before as yeah well. Definitely.
0: Or you were a thief that randomly helped out some guy and have no qualifications yeah. for running a, a, a kingdom but I get mean, put in charge anyway. That's the equivalent of a venture capitalist, basically. So
1: <laughs> yeah. <is> kind of, <laughs> it fits in the yeah. economic model. Yeah.
0: So also, was the was the idea that... So it was like the whole... Because I know the, the whole um, afterlife Egyptian mythology is that you weigh your heart against a feather... And then if it's lighter you're allowed in so it was the idea that osiris was letting everyone in then set only let rich people in and then it's horus who went maybe we should just let good people in and you know don't let other people in because I, I assume that's kind of what it was or was that what osiris had before i couldn't really t- it felt like that was a kind of a cool idea that that's where this came from but they didn't really yeah. they kind of hinted at it but they were like obviously nervous to get too like theological about it which would have been much cooler i think
2: yeah, it's it's funny you mentioned that because he's um at the beginning because Brian Brown is like yep uh all are welcome he doesn't he still accepts the offering so doesn't he he's like a he rich does. man a yeah. poor man or poor person uh you know all are welcome he doesn't quite abolish he doesn't go, ah you shouldn't give me stuff though <laughs> yeah so yeah. that's a bit that's yeah that's a it's a funny little pickup <laughs> um so I think I think in the end Horace is like yep Everyone's fine. You don't need to pay for, for anything. But uh, why would they care? Why would they care about gold? You're a god. Like, mm. that's, what are you to use it for I, I get Seth's motivation to like conquer the lands and, and, and rule everything. But yeah, it seemed very strangely attached to treasure and all that.
0: It also seems like he could have... It, it would feel like it would have made more sense for him to say... If you want to get into the afterlife, you have to serve me. Not just make money... Because that guy that you see who gets into it, who's obviously just some rich prick. Like, I can't imagine Set likes those people either. Like, these mortals who are just really greedy and stuff. Like, he'd, I, I think it would have been cool if he was like, you are only able to get into the afterlife if you do everything I say. You have to serve me. That's the, And that's how he controls everyone. He does it by mm. everyone's like, oh, I like, all I care about is what happens to me after I die. So I have to serve this guy. It feels weird for him to say, no, you just need to make a lot of money. Because a lot of his soldiers mm. i know he gave a bunch of gold to his soldiers but there'll be soldiers that won't make a lot of money that he would probably really like but because of his new rule wouldn't get into the afterlife so it's a weird reason to to, to look at it and to because yeah, as you say he who, why would he give a shit about money like he's he's already mm. conquered everything like he doesn't really he doesn't pay for anything presumably so, I don't know why he needs all this it's money. A, it's a <laughs> it's a, well, speaking, speaking of his soldiers, um, oh. one little nitpick.
2: There we, we go. go. I was waiting when the soldiers were going to come up. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm going to be really <laughs> quick on this. Uh, it's just like when, when he's um, at the point where he's addressing them before he goes and fights um, Nephthys and the rebelling gods and he's like, oh, I'm going to chuck gold all over here, you, have you feel, whatever. Why do they still have those shiny shields that they use to defeat... Uh, Horus because that's only blinds Horus and everyone's like and and they clearly break because Horus broke um, Mm. Seth's one it's like shattered to pieces why would you be going into battle like why would that be your standard kit like a glass shield this isn't like Skyrim where (laughs) glass armour is pretty fucking good (laughs) it's like yeah it's it's so brittle
0: like why would you get why would that be your standard kit (laughs) Do we ever see them really fight, though? Because there's a little bit of fighting, but you never really see that. Like, normally they're kind of there, and then Set runs in and then does all the work for them. But, like, (laughs) there's a little bit of fighting in that, like, siege you see, but you don't really see them do anything. And they're weird. Mm. I mean, they're weird soldiers anyway. With all the red armor, like I, I felt like they were.
1: I was thinking Lannister armor. Yeah, I they was
0: thinking it was a bit strange. And also, they're desert soldiers, but they're in really thick, heavy armor with faceplate. Like that would be miserable in the desert. Yeah. Like if they were, if they made them look more like deserty warriors, that would have been cooler. But they—that's mm. a horrible armor for desert warriors. Hundred <laughs>
2: percent. I think any Crusader army, like <laughs> going to yeah. a desert, it's just like, just ugh. Awful. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I felt very bad for the citizens of Egypt throughout the film because they just had a they had such a rough bargain. I know they always do, obviously, apart from when Osiris is in charge, but like everything goes tits up and there's literally nothing they can do and their only ambassador to the gods is Aladdin (laughs) but shit. Yeah. And it's like you have no like you just have to accept (laughs) this. That you know, suddenly the Nile, where so many people are working, maybe bathing. Suddenly, Apothesis is just coming up and is eating you, and you have no warning. This is just happening. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, I just feel bad. That
2: was bad. Uh, um, the the speaking of the citizens, I felt weird at the beginning. How everything is perfect? Egypt's having a great time. People, the people are content. They're happy. How come there's there's theft? How come that Beck needs to be a thief and his wife? Uh, Zaya doesn't have the means to survive like they're they're basically poor and impoverished (laughs) how is that so if everyone supposedly is having a great time yeah
1: Mm. the economic
2: situation is a bit vague
1: it Mm.
0: also it's also not clear I don't get why Set thought that the kingdom that his brother had built was bad because he's like talking he's like oh it's it's like he says like like 10,000 years of peace and what have you got to show for it it's like Ten thousand years apiece, that's the thing. That's what I, that's a pretty good thing. And then he goes and talks to his dad. That's a sign of a good ruler. Like, yeah. yeah, Osiris doesn't know how to rule a place. All he's done is basically make it a wonderful paradise. And then he takes over and makes it better for because he conquered some land and made a big statue. Like he doesn't he doesn't really have like a an ethos of why the world is bad at the moment, other than he has to go live in the desert. So mm. it would have been it would have been a bit better if he was just like you like if if it had been more like a realistic world where there was like the rich and the poor and there was like a corrupt system, but no, it was like as if Egypt was this paradise, and he was like, no, I can do it better by just making it much worse, and then eventually swallowing yeah. the underground and destroying everything. Like there was no like fight of ideals.
2: But any any time a rich person is like, I've got your best interest in mind,
0: uh, never the case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I also ask you, what do you guys think of the Sphinx? Because I hated it. I really didn't like it. Like, it looked kind of... Mm. The CG was a kind of cool, but, like, in it kind of not being a real animal. And then when he gets it... And then the God of Wisdom gets it wrong, the, ring, the, the 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 riddle. Like, they get him for this entire purpose just to do this, and he gets it wrong a bunch of times. And also that the Sphinx is okay with you getting it wrong and guessing again, which I don't think is normally the way these things normally work.
3: Yeah, when, when he said, like, get it right or die, like, he, he really, like, you know, exaggerated the dying parts of it, which thought like, I'm just going to smack you about for a bit. Yeah.
0: these gods who can clearly take a bit of smacking around and, like...
3: It was when they got it right, though, and the sphinx was like, oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then just,
0: God. like,
3: dissolved. And I was just at that, like, it's oh, such no. such a dumb
1: scene. And yeah. also, at the end of that scene, he's trying to, like, drop the creation, like, fluid into the thing. And he's and then Set's argument is, oh, but do you know that Horace lied to you? And, he, and in my head, I was like, so the fuck what? You're a dick. Like, this should happen. Even mm. if you lied to me. <laughs> I mean, it was a long shot anyway. I, I saw her die. Like, <laughs> this would be incredible if it happens. If it doesn't, I'm still going to stop you from being the megalomaniac you are. But no, he's like, yeah. no.
2: Mm. <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's like, you're not the better option, yeah. Set. Like, yeah.
0: Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, his 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 priorities. I hate Beck. I don't know. Oh my god. (laughs) I think if we just cut Beck out for this entire thing, it would have been so much better. We just followed Horus.
3: Really would. It
0: would have been just. I mean, I get why they did it. They need like a human to be involved most of the time. But it's just why he's just exhausting. Why? I
1: mean, you know. I mean, the thing is, this kind of film can be successful. In my opinion, Clash of the Titans, pretty decent. Sam Worthington, he was alright. You know, I didn't hate him. Yeah. This one, and Immortals with the little kid at the end, there's just these characters that you <laughs> just... Like, why are you here? <laughs> Get out of the film. You do not You do not need to be here. You know? I don't know. Maybe it's a casting issue.
2: Nah, I think you're right. I think that's... It, the movie's called Gods of Egypt. Right? Like, have more of that. <laughs> like, mm. not Beck runs around with a god and... Talk shit when he shouldn't, but is too big for his britches the whole movie. Like, just less whatever. Yeah, like when Hathor—it's <laughs> Hathor broken me. Turns
1: up, and Beck doesn't even bat an eyelid. It's like, oh yeah, you're the goddess of love. That's fine. Oh, by the way, we'd we go get this stuff. Like, you, you haven't caught up yet. We're going to do this now, and she's like, "Who the fuck are you? You're just a mortal." And I was like, "Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get in your place. That's the goddess yeah. of love right there. You
2: know, <laughs> like, back in your box, Beck." Like. <laughs> We take you places, you're not taking us anywhere,
1: yeah,
0: exactly. I t- I did like the the continual way that all the gods were talking about, and even Ra was like, "Why have you got this? The way you dragging around this?" weird mortal and then the god and then the god of wisdom's just like oh i thought there was a shaved baboon i'm sorry i, I like the no, the entire time there was so much contempt for beck which you know i appreciate and i you know i can i feel them i understand where they're coming maybe that was the point they wanted us to like associate ourselves with the gods, so they made the worst mortal ever and may have mm. wander around with them yeah
3: i did love how like you know at the end when horus is standing over Seth. And sets like, he's there like, you should spare me. I spared you all those years, like that, all those years ago. And Hot is just like, yeah, but I'm not doing that <laughs> mistake again. <laughs> and just and blasts him
1: away. And... Yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> Whilst he's like spewing gold paint. There was so much gold on, on Jared Butler's <laughs> yeah, face. That was...
0: <laughs> I like the gold blood, if in most bits, but that bit was really distracting. Where you just saw it pooling behind him, like he'd lay down on a on a bucket of paint mm. or something. It was just like yeah, that doesn't yeah. look like blood. It just looks mm. dumb and silly. And oh.
3: it also makes me wonder if there was ever going to be like a mortal that was just killing gods because <laughs> like to siphon the blood so he could get rich out of it. Harvest him. I was like, that's a gold <laughs> That's an gold goblin. Right yeah. Start harvesting his organs. You can
1: sell
2: them. Something like Hannibal Lecter do. <laughs> the gods
3: of Egypt have to unite to stop, like, the god killer. That
1: it's, like, to that's too good, that's too good should, of a uh, film. Pitch
2: that. Yeah, that's too good. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, we're getting some good show, like, uh, show <laughs> ideas out of
2: this episode, it seems. Just scared, panicked gods pleading with, like, some serial killer who's getting their bodily yeah. fluids. Like, that sounds... That's pretty on, on yeah. point, I reckon. That might be uh, in the works already. <laughs> well, considering how much that Jeffrey Dahmer show blew up... Um, and shows like that, they're, they're, yeah, give it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Netflix, you know, they, they're throwing everything at the wall at the moment. Yeah, so. trying to keep their subscribers <laughs> <It's>, going. <laughs> beautiful. All right, um, I think, have we gotten, is there anything, uh, any, I guess, uh, parting points you guys want to bring up or anything like that or discuss before we, uh before we wrap this sucker?
0: I'm looking through my notes, but I think we've covered everything that was really annoying about it. So. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think it was, I think it was not, an absolutely awful film. I think it was... It, like, in terms of, like, a whole story, it it had a hero's journey of sorts. Like, Horace, I guess, learned the importance of being nice. But he wasn't that nice. He wasn't, like, that much of a dick at the beginning. But I guess, like, the idea that he woke up after a hangover on the day of his coronation.
2: I think with um Horace in the earlier parts, who was partying after the hunt and all that, and it was like, oh, Horace, naughty boy, you should be partying. I'm like, that's... The kind of thing that's expected of a ruler in those, like in those cultures, like you do the hunt and you feast after the hunt. He's doing exactly what's required of the elite at that uh, in that sort of culture. So everyone's like, "Oh, naughty horse!" I'm like, he's doing, he's following it to a T, essentially <laughs> he's doing what's what's required. So that was a bit strange. Except when uh, suddenly he thinks he's about to be
1: fondled by a slave, and it's his, it's Hathor. He's like, "Oh no, no, actually, I'm fine." I'm like, okay, so you weren't saying that last night yeah. when you were in the massive sex orgy, but now you're awake. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. no,
0: <laughs> you. Awake. None for me, thanks. Also, I mean, he, surely he would have known because there was a big hand. It wasn't a tiny hand, which... Maybe he was expecting a man. Also also makes the, the weird orgy night before a bit weirder, the fact that he's twice the size of everyone else in that room. So it's all a little mm. weird. Yeah.
2: Some, some women are walking out of there bow-legged like,
0: <laughs> after, after that. <laughs> the ones after who that survived yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, it's a good job the film started the day after and not the night before yeah.
2: <laughs> no, the infirmary is just you know what
0: like, set should have referenced
3: that I think that would have been very credible reason for him yeah. taking it yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> no I thought that uh, I got the measure of the film when the shiny shields were the thing that stopped the god of wind so <laughs> <laughs> that was it some shiny shields oh he's fucked you <laughs> he can't see <laughs> Just wear some sunglasses. Was, mm. You know, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh for fuck's sake! No, but overall, I would say that this film in the cinema would have been pretty epic. I mm. think I would have enjoyed it if I was like in a big screen popcorn, you know, all that kind of thing. I would have been mm. like, oh wow, wow, the CGI. You know what I mean? Like it would have worked much better on my TV in my flat. Didn't really have the same impact, and I think this kind of film works better in that
2: scenario. I think it wasn't the worst film in the world. Like a lot of people are really giving it the the business. But there's a lot of flaws with it, with its writing, it's pacing, it's acting, CGI and all that, but it's not the worst movie going around. So mm. Will I watch it again? nah <laughs> you fetch your bottom dollar. I'm done. I'm closing my. I'm closing the book on this uh, on this chapter. Would Perhaps you guys um... say
0: better or worse than Immortals? If we start, I mean, if we keep doing this, we can start ranking all terrible historical films. What do we say? Well, Where, where's this ranking? Better or worse?
2: For me, let's just say that Beck as a character was like was like watching <laughs> yes, watching. watching... Beck. No, Beck as a character was like watching Theseus chop that wood. <laughs> <laughs> for an entire movie <laughs> that was that was me
1: <laughs> Jamie, what do you think overall like what do you say?
3: Uh, I'd say it's definitely one of you know the, the most film of its time uh, it's one of yeah. those films uh, no but I yeah, I actually did quite enjoy it. I do think I'd watch it again funnily enough um, it feels like yeah it's got all its flaws but if it's one of those days when you need just like some mindless thing to watch, like, in the background or while you're doing something. Um, And, you know, that is probably, might be something I would put on. You know, it's bright, it's got good action, Mm. you know, it's got something I can (laughs) yell at uh, periodically in the form of Beck. Um, So I actually did enjoy it. And I think, because you said, like, rankings, I would put it, like, in terms of just, like, as a film and, like, you know, in terms of just, like, sheer enjoyment, I'd put it higher than Immortals.
1: Okay. Despite
3: the fact, I think, in terms of, like, its mythology elements immortals is most likely you know better at it overall i just think that you know how it was made this film was somehow better
0: (laughs) i love how you put that in as
1: a caveat somehow
0: against all odds it was better they should have that on their. that should be one of their reviews on the on the the dvd somehow better (laughs) no i
1: i know what you mean and actually jamie i whilst i wouldn't necessarily watch it again I think because I didn't know the mythology and I still don't know the Egyptian mythology like I know the Greek mythology, I wasn't so pissed off watching it as I was watching Immortals. Even though Immortals, Henry Cavill, probably a better actor than a lot of the others. You know what I mean? I actually thought I'd go the other way when I was thinking about this in the research, if you like. But I agree on balance because I didn't know enough. My ignorance saves this film from it being lower than the Immortals. Yeah, me. that's a good. Can point. We put that on the review box yeah. as well.
2: For
3: <laughs> Somehow better and my ignorance has saved the yeah, extent.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: oh, beautiful, beautiful. All right, well um I think that's that's probably probably wrap today, guys. Yeah. yeah Should we we're... put this baby yeah. to bed? oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, we we're are going to pick um we're gonna pick an uh I don't know what type of movie we're gonna pick next, but uh it's got to be bad
0: it's got to be bad movies oh yeah. definitely <laughs> bad movies are the best ones <laughs> we can we yeah we can't do Lord of the Rings because we'll just be too fawning over mm-hmm. the entire time
3: no one wants to listen to us for like an hour and a half going I really enjoyed this <laughs> yeah. like, I, you know this was such a good film yeah like it's
0: new Ooh. like you know what I thought yeah. Ian McKellen the hot take here I think Ian McKellen was a great band I think that's a they went in a good direction I know most Breaking people aren't saying this but I don't want to be
2: edgy or anything but he didn't yeah. do too bad in the role <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Oh, beautiful. Well, no doubt we'll come up with something uh, ridiculously awesome and um, we'll pick it apart like we did with this one. Thank you for listening, uh, dear listeners. Um, and catch us again on another bonus episode whenever we, whenever we get up to it. Um, it should be pretty sweet. Um, we'll put links for all of our shows. Uh, thanks again, Will and Patrick from the Cloak and Dagger podcast and Jamie from uh, Jamie History. Uh, yes, we'll put all the links down there. Please listen, uh, get into it and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of the day. And... Uh, Go watch uh, Gods of Egypt and uh, enjoy. <laughs> Tell us what you thought of Beck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hear from all the Beck fans out there. <laughs> all right,
1: cheers, guys.
0: See ya. Cheers. See you. Bye bye.